Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent bride Stephanie Walton, who had a lovely event at the Swan and Dolphin. And I thought you'd be interested to hear how Swan and Dolphin weddings work and how Stephanie's day turned out. So welcome, Stephanie. Hi, it's lovely to speak to you. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm excited to have you share your story. Yeah, I'm really excited to do so. So tell me how you guys decided to get married at the Swan and Dolphin. So I think when I first knew Disney did weddings, the the wedding pavilion was the the thing that I fell in love with. But um, that was quite a while ago, way before we were even engaged. (laughs) So I'm doing lots of research and things. In the meantime, I just kind of saw that there even was the Swan and Dolphin Hotel and they did weddings. I think I actually saw it on Michelle and Russell's wedding. I think you actually featured them quite some years ago now. Oh, right. That's when I think I first fell in love. Having it outside on the beach was a big thing, as well as the price compared to Disney. And then also that we were still allowed Disney touches. Those things were kind of got me involved in wanting to know more about the Swan and Dolphin. That's great. So it sounds like you chose a beach location for your ceremony. Which one was that and where did you have your reception? Yep. So it, it was the beach venue, um, more swan side. So it was kind of overlooking, you could see the Dolphin Hotel from it. And then we actually um, went to the Grand Floridian Cafe just for a normal dining reservation for the reception. And then we followed it by a wishes dessert party at the Grand Floridian as well. Oh, that's great. Okay, cool. How many guests did you have? Yeah, so we had 15. So there were 17 of us all together. So it was a nice small but not too small that it became awkward so um, I think we were quite happy with our our small guest count. Oh that's great yeah and when you're coming from the UK I can understand that not a lot of people would be able to make the trip so it's great that you got that many. Yeah exactly we definitely had a good amount of friends and family there so it was nice to have the people that we did have. And how did you find outside vendors were you working with Just Mary at the Swan and Dolphin to help with that or did you have another independent planner? Um, Yep. So we did it through Just Marry. I believe there are other ones. But um, when I went on to the Swan and Dolphin site, they kind of redirect you to Just Marry straight away, or Mm -hmm. at least they used to. So I just got in contact with them. And we, we did the kind of basic package and added things on with them. But the, the main outside vendors were my photography and the videography. Everything else I kind of did through Just Marry and they booked things for me. I was happy for them to kind of be the one to choose who they work with. That's cool. What kinds of things did you add to the package? Really, we just had the bamboo arbor along with some some different floral Apart from that, that's most of the things that we did. We did go quite basic with the actual ceremony. Okay. And then, so you made your own reservation for the meal that you had after the wedding. Now, you worked with Disney Event Group to do the dessert party? 
Yes, we did. Yeah. And how did you find that? Because I know sometimes couples who are having weddings that are not Disney weddings and they work with Disney Event Group, they run into a little bit of resistance or they're told, you know, you can't wear your wedding gown or anything like that. How did that work for you? Yeah, I, we it was tricky. The whole process wasn't very easy. From the start, we were told that we weren't allowed it because you needed 50% of your guests staying on site, which we definitely didn't have. No, no one apart from us was staying on Disney site. Eventually, after lots of pleas, we kind of made the fact that we were staying on site for 11 nights and they kind of got around that. Mm. But there were just constant kind of obstacles on the way. In the end, it was, it was perfect. And luckily, they never said anything about my wedding dress. I was talking on the Facebook group to lots of the brides and um, a few people mentioned it and I like checked our contract and checked our BEO and I was like, no, it definitely doesn't say. So that wasn't really a problem, but I was worried about it because of what I'd heard. So they just don't seem very strict on what they say to one bride compared to the other, mm-hmm. which is a shame really. And I think that's where they fall. They need to make it definite or or not at all. Right. Yeah, because there's no way they can prevent you from wearing your gown anyplace but the theme parks. And so I think some of them have this idea that they're like protecting the interests of Disney weddings if they discourage girls from wearing their gowns at resort events. But your event was at the Grand Floridian and there's no prohibition on wearing a wedding gown at the Grand Floridian. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, uh, I don't know. It was like I say, it was it was perfect, but it wasn't an easy thing to to plan. And they kind of put things in our way whenever they could. So it, it was tricky, but the, the people we we spoke to and, and our actual event manager was lovely. And on the night, they were great. So it, it worked out fine. But um, I think if we weren't as set on having it, we probably would have said, oh, okay, that's fine. We'll leave it then. But I think because we're stro- so like strong-minded and I was like, no, I'm having this dessert party. <laughs> Um, that kind of made it easier to just be like, yes, we're going to do it. No one's going to stop us. That's great. Which venue did you use at the Grand Floridian? Sargo K. Oh, that's nice. And then you can you tell me a little bit about how the event worked? You have to reach a minimum amount to have it. Um, and I, I believe it, it's fairly expensive compared to like Epcot or things, but we really wanted a Wishes dessert party compared to Illuminations. Wishes is definitely my thing. So it was really special that we had it. So we had to reach a minimum. For our small amount of guests, that was quite hard. So we ended up having a two and a half hour and then the, the desserts come out kind of half an hour before and stay half an hour after the fireworks. And it, it was all lovely. There, there was table and chairs set up and the table ready to go um, and all these pretty lights. And it, it just looked gorgeous. We were very close in comparison to how close you can be at the Grand Floridian to the castle. And the view was lovely. So it was a really, really good evening. I think we're both really glad that we went the dessert party way. That's great. Did you add the music? Yes, we did. The music is a big thing for me and it really just makes wishes for me. So we we put that that as an extra on, which again is rather expensive, far too expensive <laughs> for what music should be. But um, I don't think it, it definitely wouldn't have been the same if we didn't have the music. Interesting. So then for your day, for your ceremony, for the meal that you had afterwards, did you have a Disney theme or any kind of theme or touches? We had a few Disney touches. The whole thing didn't really have a theme and it definitely wasn't Disney themed. I think 
I was quite laid back about it um, and I just kind of wanted the venue and the location to kind of say what I wanted it to say. Disney touches, we had a few like um, we had a cake topper and it said a nice day for a Disney wedding. We also had Donald and Daisy come to the wedding. So that was obviously big Disney. But apart from that, not not too much. We wore bride and groom ears um, and then we also got our um, guest embroidered Mickey ears as kind of favours. So we had a few touches kind of just to salute Disney, if you like, but not an actual theme of Disney. Okay. And so you had Donald and Daisy come, I guess, to your cake cutting. Did you order your cake from the Swan and Dolphin or an outside vendor? Yeah, they actually ended up coming a bit later. I'm not exactly sure what happened. I was too high on the day to to worry too much either. They were meant to come to the cake cutting, but um, we just kind of went back to one of the terraces at the Swan and they ended up meeting us about an hour later. So that's where we had them. But yeah, the cake was through the Swan. I did the package through them with the cake, which usually is a set, three cakes that you can choose from none of which are particularly the prettiest of cakes. But I sent them a image of one I really liked and they were able to do that for the same price. So um, that was really good. And I think something that other Swan and Dolphin um, brides should know because I, I didn't know it was possible. I thought you just stick to the, the package ones, but they were able to do this for me with no extra cost. So that was great. That's wonderful to hear. Can you go through a timeline of your day since it was a little unusual with having the the ducks come and then when you went to your meal and you did, how did that all run from start to finish? Yeah, sure. So um, the wedding ceremony was at two o'clock. Myself and my bridesmaids um, and my mom and sister got ready at the Swan. And then we went down to the ceremony at two o'clock which was then followed by cake cutting straight from that just off the beach site. So we were in shade and kind of on a walkway bit. So that was quite nice. And then we just chilled out for, I really don't know timings exactly. It kind of got lost a bit on the day, but we we chilled out for a little while and we had some photos kind of on the way back to the hotel of all our families and things there. And then we went for some photos with the bridal party and that was just along kind of by the fountain, by the dolphin and um, all up that way. And by the time they'd finished, they were like, oh, the, the ducks are ready for you now. <laughs> so that's when we went back and saw them and we had them for half an hour. So they, that was just kind of fun interaction and lots of photos there. And they were definitely for us more than the guests. Obviously, our, our guests supported us in coming, but we were we're definitely the Disney freaks. <laughs> so um, having Donald and Daisy were definitely mine and Sam's things rather than pleasing any other guests. Hmm. So I think we spent the ima- most amount of time with them. And then the guests had a few photos. And then um, Sam and I went off on our own to Boardwalk to have some photos, which lasted about an hour, at which time the guests just went into one of the bar lounges at the Swan and they just got some drinks in there. When we'd finished, we then had a minibus planned to pick us up. I think that was about quarter past five at the time. Then got the minibus over to the Grand Floridian and um, we had our reservation at 5.30, I believe. Yeah, so that actually worked out really well timing wise because the time we got out of there, we were then allowed to go to the dessert party site. Oh, great. So you went straight from your reception to the dessert. Yeah. So timings work really well there. That's wonderful. 
Now, when you were planning, what were the most important aspects for the focus of your budget or your attention versus the least important aspect where maybe you saved time and money? I think the most important was being able to have it on the beach. That definitely swayed us for Swan and Dolphin. Our photography, we used Regina Hyman and she was just amazing. And also watching Wishes, how we did that or in what way, obviously, we chose the dessert party. But um, being able to watch it in some way was really important. And then less important, probably food which not a lot of brides say. I usually find that most of the brides say food's quite important for them, but it wasn't big on our our wants. And then I kind of guess videography in a way. I'm quite strict on on how I want our edits to turn out, but at the same time it was out of our budget and we only decided that we wanted videography later on in the planning stage. So how much money we had to put to him wasn't too much. Hmm. So then do you have any tips for those who might be considering a swan and dolphin event and maybe want to add a catered event or they just want to go to a restaurant like you did? You kind of did the best of both. Any tips for future brides and grooms? I think just definitely think about the the swan and dolphin. I think there are obviously other options. It's not just Disney, but it's nice that you get the Disney touches um, at the swan and dolphin that you can add things so I think that's really important. And you find a lot of Swan and Dolphin brides say that, that they can add and take away things. And it's a lot more easy to do so compared to the Disney fairytale weddings. And I think just in terms of what you want with on the actual Disney side, just just be forceful and know what you want and know what you are allowed because I think that will take you far. Like we knew we were allowed a dessert party and I just feel like it's important to go for what you want to do and don't get pressured or pushed back and just fight your way to the best wedding that you can have. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are great tips. Do you have any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? They will be on my blog, which is stephaniedreams.com. And then Regina has a blog too, so that would definitely be worth watching. And then our trailer videos also up on um pd videography's vimeo page so that's already up as well wonderful well stephanie thank you so much for sharing the story of your day i think it's really helpful for anyone considering the swan and dolphin or who want to add a private event through disney's catered events so i really appreciate your taking the time no that was great thanks so much that's our show for today If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide. Available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp, or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>